let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Attention news team, assemble. Ron, we're right here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a moment to get away from all the lies in the news and dirty news reporting and the fake news and the corruption of the godless alt-left and the hatred of America by the Biden administration. Sir, I know, I know, I know, all right? But you got to. And just take a few, what are we going to take? Eight minutes out of an entire week of shows to focus on what God has ordained marriage, what God ordains Hollywood hates. So we created our world-famous marriage talk segment actually a decade ago just to talk about what? The glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and steaminess of marriage. It's that simple. So you have, like, you know, I had like a big stressful moment last week. I was like, oh, cheese and crackers, you know, boom, break, smash, bang. And Denise was there, my bride of 30 years, to like, oh, honey, you're such a goober. And I got, I fixed it. It was all good. But, you know, you have that moment of stress. It happens to all of us. Well, when you can come home to that loving cave, as I call it, trust me, uh, everything's a whole lot better in the arms of your loving spouse. Bringing God into your marriage, focusing on your husband and your wife. Uh, that's what we do. Hell, it was so damn good, got me fired from the last radio station. So our world-famous world marriage talk segment is now on. The content is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. My wingman, Robert Kosick, he's an author, church deacon, marriage coach, wrote the book Honor the Vow, V-O-W-HonorTheVow.com. Mr. Kosick, what's up, brother? Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam. And let me just start by saying, you know, you and Denise celebrated your 30th back in November. Uh, Kathy and I are celebrating our 29th this Sunday. Hey. And I am thrilled to death. I adore that woman. Do you know what we're doing for this uh, celebration? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. We're doing nothing. You know why? Because we just love being together. Aww. And uh, what we typically do is, is in, in May. In fact, we're going to do it this year in May. My birthday, her birthday, and our, and our anniversary, we kind of bundle them all together and go away for the weekend. So we're looking forward to that. But for this weekend, for us anyway, the, way we, the thing we love the most is just we get together and do nothing. We just love that. And I think that's, that's a special thing to have and something that we worked really hard to build and something that we talk about every week so others can have that same love it. comfort. Comfort. So it's a great thing. Congratulazioni. Thank you. And uh, Mazel Tov uh, in the Hebraic. Uh, uh, that's outstanding, dude. You should, seriously, these days, those numbers are big. Yeah. You know? These days. Uh, hey, these days, if, if your marriage lasts longer than your refrigerator, you're doing good. <laughs> Dude, what's up? 15 years to like the minute. Come on. The refrigerator goes, and all of a sudden, yep. I don't know, whatever. But there are bigger problems in the world than a fridge going south on you. So uh, let's put that in perspective. There's a lot, right? There's a lot of people out there yep. oh, who, who, who've got bigger problems. So we're thankful to the Lord if that's the, the biggest, then we're okay. Our world famous marriage talk segment, 332, uh, tip number 332, written by Mr. Kosick. It's called Flex Your Muscles. I'll read it, Mr. Kosick will. Comment. To flex your muscles means to give a show of strength. So, guys, it's time to flex our muscles in our marriage, not by ripping off our shirts and doing our best Schwarzenegger pose, but instead by lifting our wives up to a pedestal. Ephesians 5, verse 25 tells us to do just that. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So what are the characteristics of that kind of love? According to the Bible, um, love is patient and kind. Love is not boastful, arrogant, rude, selfish, or resentful. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful. So let's talk about that. Uh, Mr. Kosick, love is patient and love is kind in the Bible. 
Absolutely. And, and this, of course, in, in the Bible context, this is talking about the love that Christ has for us. And so, but it's also in the context of how you treat other people and particularly your spouse. And this is really, really important. Patience is critical in a marriage. It really is that, you know, as other verses say, it's not uh, quick to anger and some of those things. And you really got to be patient in a marriage because a lot of times emotions will drive all kinds of really stupid decisions. If you let your emotions get ahead of your actions and, and drive those, it's just horrible. So in this particular case with your spouse, you have to be patient with each other because there's a lot of misunderstandings between things that are happening and those kind of uh, stuff. And so to be patient and to allow people to not be perfect, and we talked about that last week, uh, we're not perfect. Only Christ is perfect. And so there will be times when you have to be patient. Uh, when you were talking about uh, you know, your, your deal last week, uh, you know, Denise had to be patient while you worked that back down to, to a normal level again, and then everything got good. But that being patient is fostered yeah, and, yeah, and built yeah. on being kind to each other. So it's, it's a critical component to every marriage. Our world-famous marriage talk segment where we just take a couple of breaths in and out and focus on marriage. Uh, it's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Next is love is not boastful, arrogant, rude, selfish, or resentful. Robert Kozak. So pride, egos, all those kind of things. What am I getting? You know, gets keep scoring. All that kind of garbage falls into this category. Uh, boastful. I'm so great. You're not so great. Uh, I'm, I'm full of myself. I'm better than you are. All those kinds of things. Or I deserve this and I deserve that. You're not giving me this and you're not giving me that. All that garbage is nothing but noise for a marriage and it doesn't do anything except tear apart piece by piece right, right. Uh, your marriage. So you just need to avoid those things. You really should be doing, if I was very clear, not only what's good for you, but also what's good for others. So it's a two-way street, but you should be thinking of your spouse first and foremost, which is this whole putting them up on a pedestal deal. Put your, pal- your spouse up on a pedestal and, and just not worship them, but put them up there to just build their character and make them feel loved and appreciated and valued. All those things will be a phenomenal foundation for your marriage. If you don't do that, you're going to have cracks all over your foundation. It's just going to fall apart. True. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So so as always, this is definitely, you know, aside from any kind of abuse, right? So to put that aside, uh, that's a whole different animal. But in any other case, you can get past just about anything in a marriage when it's bad. And it's a two-way street. Both you don't have to give in to uh, really repair a marriage. But you can turn a marriage around if you follow these simple practices and don't give up. I mean, stick it out. I've worked with guys. We talked about this before. Over a year, two years, one guy worked uh, for his wife for seven years. He waited for her to come back around. And, and they're married again. They, they, they came back around and said, okay, I'm, I'm done playing this game. you got to be patient. And, and you really got to be persistent in trying to rebuild that marriage and if you do the right stuff there's a really really good chance not always but there's a really good chance you can turn that around and have that marriage you wanted in the beginning just work hard for it our world famous marriage talk segment friday's bottom of the eight o'clock hour central we focus on the glory sanctity holiness and steaminess of marriage robert kosick's my wing man want to put your spouse on a pedestal mr kosick writes love him or her like that and you will be well on your way to an incredible marriage mr kosick yeah, so marriage is not, we talked about it, marriage is not difficult. We talked about it last week. The hardest thing about marriage is not the marriage. It's two people just doing life together. It's not that complicated. It's when we put all these other pieces in there and we start keeping score and we start doing stuff that it really gets complicated. And, uh, you know, you and I talk about this all the time. And, and people work at marriage. Uh, you don't have to work that hard at marriage if, if you do these things. But you do, you, know, you work at it, you, you 
think of the other first. It's difficult to to put yourself second a lot of times. Our egos kind of get in the way of doing that, and and we sometimes get hurt of feeling like we're the only ones contributing to the marriage. But if you really want to have a good, solid marriage, start with doing what you can do because that's all that you can control. Right. You be the spouse that you think your marriage deserves and treat your spouse the way you said in your vows to love you unconditionally, and you will be well on your way to having this great marriage. Usually what you do is encourage them to also reciprocate. Uh, may take a little while, but they will eventually come around, and they will love you the way that you're loving them. And then from there, it's easy to build a great marriage. I mean, you did 30 years. I'm on 29 years, and uh, it didn't it didn't come just by snapping our fingers. We worked at it, but we worked at it in a way where it built on each other. Every action gets built on a previous action, and it's a domino effect. And so I don't care how bad your marriage is. Start today to try to start turning it around and see what happens. Go for a, a start walking uh, every day for 30 minutes and relearn each other or start complimenting your spouse every day. One compliment a day will radically change the way the brain works and all that kind of stuff. And you can turn a marriage around in a heartbeat if you just take some simple steps. Love it. And our hot and heavy marriage tip also on there for our world famous marriage talk segment. Uh, it's called the ultimate spot. Let me read through this one. It's a very important topic for this aspect of marriage, but in order to keep it family friendly, we're going to dance around this. The human body is incredibly complex, starting with five different categories of senses. The body is further complex. The body is further complicated by how it responds to variations in how the senses are activated. Take touch, for instance. Variations in touch from a soft touch to applying light pressure will result in an entirely different response depending on where the touch is applied. Soft touch in some areas will produce the desired response, while other areas will have little to no response to a soft touch. Same is true with light pressure. In some areas, light pressure will be extremely annoying, while in other areas it can quite can be very cool. It should be noted that the... If what works for you or may not work for your spouse. So if it works for you, it's great. And you do that. And she's like, what are you doing? Therefore, as with all efforts in this area, communication is the key to identifying the ultimate spot or spots. Mr. Kossi, take it away. So, so without getting into any real details here, uh, there's, there's, you know, all kinds of different things that you can do and, and to get ready uh, for what you want to do. And the way that you, utilize your senses is very, very important, And but you have to be cognizant of this. And I've been doing a lot of study on the neurological side of this kind of uh, stuff. The way you do certain things won't have the same response that you're desiring if you do the same actions in different spots on the body. So it's a great way to experiment, but communication is really important. It's a great way to have a lot of fun. You'll laugh, you'll giggle, you know, you'll, you'll kid around kind of stuff like, what if I did this or what if I did that? And just see how what likes, I like that, don't like that. That's great. That's not great. And you could take this ultimate exercise, if you will, uh, to a whole new level if you're just trying different touches, like touch, a little bit of pressure, um, you know, go around, rub your fingers around in circles with massage and that kind of stuff, follow <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm having a difficult time with you. This. Are Pally? You're on your own on this one. <laughs> this is this is not. I'm staying. I'm staying at arm's length. I actually am socially distancing from this. It's very hard to talk about on the air, but it, people re, go read it. If, if people, you know, it's not. So just 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 uh, just keep in mind that that it, it, it's not the same technique all the way through the whole process. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> All right, okay, yeah, let's do this. Let's say, everybody turn the kids off and let's finish this. Yeah, that's going to be, that's gonna be hard to do. <laughs> not, Just, no, you know, go read it on it. It's, it's not cloaked in MI5 secrecy, um, but you can get an idea of what he's talking about with light pressure and touch on this spot, maybe not on that spot. Or if yeah. it's a touch on you, it might not be as good as a touch on her. 
Gavish. Exactly. There you go. Good yeah, have fun. The whole, yes. the, whole, the whole premise is have fun, experiment, and uh, just yeah. enjoy. Start, enjoy learning. Start soapy in the shower, and it's never it's never a bad time after that. Uh, you, you know what, America? That means we got to. We're at the end of our world famous marriage talk segment for today, the nineteenth of March. Uh, it always feels better to get away from the darkness and get towards the light of marriage, what God ordains. Robert Costa, great job once again. Uh, Twenty nine years of marriage yeah, this yeah. Sunday. Congratulations, and a Mazel Tov, and may uh, have a wonderful. I don't know, just a, a good chill. You yeah, know? just a little hanging out just- stuff. Yeah, an unwinding time. It's, it's, it's the best thing for a marriage is to be able to sit and do nothing. Um, well, not, well, not nothing. Don't yeah, say that. Yeah. You don't. You don't mean we may, nothing. We may do a we may do a little bit of a case studying this weekend, but uh, other than <laughs> <laughs> poor guy, what'd you do? Nothing. No, you don't want to do that. That's nothing. Good. Listen, uh, thank you so much for being part of our family all these years. Congratulations on writing uh, marriage tip number three hundred and thirty-two, and for that, you're getting Hava Nagila as your bumper clothes. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Have a great one, well, listen, boss. You, Happy anniversary. Yeah, you and Denise have a blessed weekend. Thank you, you too. That's great. I love it. Our world famous marriage talk segment comes to a close. Follow it up. You can see this. Seriously, this weekend, husbands and wives, rock it on. Rock it on with your bad selves. This is celebratory music for Mr. and Mrs. Costa. Back in a second, AM 1070, the answer.